Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about dating tips in that talking stage for the embodied woman and just three helpful tips that I think will be really, really important and that I get asked all of the time in my DMs and on TikTok and Instagram and in my YouTube comments. Um, So yeah, and sorry that I didn't make an episode on this past Saturday. I just got really busy and I'm so sorry about that. But normally our episodes will be out every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And and yeah, and then also I want to let you guys know that I've transitioned my coaching from individual sessions to a three-month-long coaching program. And you can book a free consultation and intro call for that three-month program on my website. So you can set up your free intro call at my website, which is victoriadevall.com. And basically, it's a guided program, a coaching program that we meet throughout these three months all of the time. And I help you move from wounded womanhood and wounded girlhood to embodied womanhood and and all that that entails. And you can get more details on my website, victoriadevall.com. Cool. So let's go into today's episode. So we're going to talk about dating tips in that talking stage for the embodied woman. And I think one of the most important tips that I can give is to stay in your seat of power. And when you see yourself romanticizing and pedestaling this person, actively counteract that with some sort of statement that says, I don't fully know this person yet. I am the queen. I'm in a seat of power. This person is seeing if they are, I'm seeing if this person is worthy of me. I'm seeing if this person meets my needs. I'm seeing if this person can reach my qualifications and meet my standards and give me the life that I desire. Like I'm looking at this person and seeing if they can give that to me. 
And I think that so often with women, we flip that, right? And then that gives us, it gives us, it puts us in a position where we get in really toxic situations and we're really vulnerable to be in really um, abusive or toxic or just unfulfilling relationships because what we do is we meet someone new and because we're wounded inside of ourselves, because we're not filled inside of ourselves, we pedestal them. And we want so badly for them to choose us and we start performing and we start auditioning for them and we start seeing, you know, all of your standards go out the window, all the things that they need to do to meet your standards go out the window and you just are trying to see, do they like me? Am I meeting their standards? Am I performing well enough? Am I doing what they want me to do so I can be chosen? And that will always put you in a really vulnerable position because first of all, that's not natural. Second of all, it's coming from a wounded space. And third of all, when you're in that space, you're hyper-focused on if that person is going to choose you because you feel unfulfilled in yourself instead of saying, hey, does this person meet my qualifications? And when you're hyper-focused on the person choosing you, you actually can't choose from a seat of power and you actually are not choosing the person. So it's funny because we think we like choose our relationships and choose who we fall in love with, but what's really happening is we are allowing ourselves to fall into toxicity. We're allowing ourselves to be, we're just wanting to be, we're wanting to avoid ourselves. So the only thing that we're choosing is to avoid ourselves. The only thing that we're choosing is to not do the true healing work. The only thing that we're choosing is to stay in our limiting beliefs and our patterns. So when we stay in this, in this dynamic, that's what we're choosing. We're not actually choosing the person from a seat of power because you genuinely think that person meets all your needs, that they're a really healthy person for you, that they can add more stability and structure and love and expansion into your life. You're just saying, will they choose me I don't feel worthy oh my god I don't want to be alone da, 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 da. and because you don't want to be alone you end up getting in really bad situations and so something that's really important even if you are a woman who has really tried to heal a lot of these core dynamics and now you're dating and you see oh you know I still kind of sometimes feel like that it, that's not the end of the world. All you have to do is just really counteract that whenever you feel like that and don't feed it. So if you find yourself thinking, oh my God, are they going to choose me? Oh my God, do they like me or not? Oh my God, am I doing something wrong? Da, 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 da. Oh my God, what can I do to make them like me? Just counteract that with saying to yourself, I don't know this person yet. This man needs to prove himself to me. I'm not focused any longer on if I meet his standards. And what I'm focused on is does he meet my standards? Which leads into my next tip, which is say what you need, say your desires, say your non-negotiables, say your boundaries up front. The only reason that women do not do that is because they are afraid of being alone. Because you're afraid if you say your boundaries and you speak your truth and you say your non-negotiables that that person will not be able to meet it and then you will be alone. Telling someone what your standard or what your boundary is or what your non-negotiable is, and by the way, get clear on your non-negotiables, but knowing and speaking that and telling somebody else that and allowing them to receive it and tell you if they can meet that or not, that is coming from a seat of power because you feel secure that if they stumble with responding or they're not fully able to articulate how they can meet that need, um, you're going to 
if you have to make sure that you're able to leave that situation or stay if it is right for you. And the only reason that women feel uncomfortable stating this, their desires or their non-negotiables up front is because they're afraid of being alone. A man who tells you that, oh, so for example, if you say I'm not open or available for a man liking other girls' pictures while we're in a relationship, that makes me feel like violated that makes me feel unsafe and really tap into how it makes you feel because that's kind of how men respond so tap into saying you know I feel really unsafe when that happens I feel emotionally unsafe it's not coming from an insecurity it's coming from a genuine unsafety um from the masculine part, the the safe container begins to leak. I'm not comfortable with it and I'm not going to tolerate a relationship where that happens. I'm not available for a relationship where some, my partner watches porn. I'm not available for a does that Does that resonate with you? So you have to come from a space of saying, does that resonate with you? Like you're not forcing that boundary on someone else. You're just telling them, this is what I require. And I saw this quote the other day and it's it said like, boundaries aren't to force someone to change or to do something they're to um like tell someone how you will or won't be treated and then change if they're allowed in your life or not something around around that and so basically you state these things up front so that you have a clear understanding on if they can meet them or not and for example for me in my relationship, it's important, you know, you can state these things and then see if that person's in resonance. For example, I'm not comfortable with you watching porn. I think that that's the violation and consumption of women on a baseline. Even if it's not disrespectful for me, it's violating to women. It's women's oppression. It's completely... Um, patriarchal it's completely misogynistic I'm not okay with it and then on top of that I consider it cheating I think that it's completely unsafe I think that it's completely taking away from the masculine container and the safety that's supposed to be for me and I'm not comfortable with it and so creating saying that you don't even have to say it in this aggressive way but just seeing okay this is what I'm looking for does this person match up with that and that's the space that you want to be coming from. So you don't want to be coming from this space where it's like, oh my God, I don't want to say what I want because maybe they don't meet it. You want to be coming from the space of saying, this is what I need and what I require. Does that resonate with you? If not, totally fine. I'm so glad we had this conversation so we can go our own separate ways. That's really important that you literally have the the mindset and that you communicate as well. You can literally say, I just want to ask this question up front so that you know what I require. And if you don't meet that, it's totally fine, but that's just completely a non-negotiable for me. So then we'll have to go our separate ways. No harm, no foul. Like we'll just go our own ways. I'm not willing to be treated like that. I'm not willing to da, da, da. So all of those things kind of, I also believe that you don't really need to say those things if you really embody them, like with the way that you talk, like you don't need to set such a, it, it might just come up naturally. For example, like with my boyfriend, it was very clear um, before we met because of the things I post on social media that watching porn is not acceptable to me. When we met, he was telling me about how he doesn't watch porn and about how you know, it's misogynistic and about his internal journey with that and about how, you know, um, the the struggles with that and about coming from a man's perspective about, you know, how, um, 
it's targeted to young men and uh, men and women use this as a way to kind of avoid themselves and it prevents intimacy, which opens up all of these conversations with us together where we talk about, you know, just talking about this topic. Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. It completely um, distorts the sacredness of sexuality. And because we have the the mutual value of we really want to create sacred sexuality, we both understand this isn't in our value system. Like we don't want to do that because we have goals, we have values, we have things that are really important to us as individuals and then coming together as a couple. So that's not in our value system. And, you know, you cannot be manipulated by a man or lied to by a man when you are genuinely in a space of truth with yourself because you will be able to discern very quickly if he's coming from a space of truth as well. You literally cannot be lied to by a man unless you lie to yourself. That's the hard truth. If you lie to yourself, if you avoid things within yourself, if you can't sit with your with difficult emotions or uncomfortable emotions and you need to react or numb out by having sex or talking to someone or texting someone or using a substance or something, it will be easy for someone else to lie to you because you are not in a space of truth with yourself, right? You can't sit um, and discern and move through things. And, and if it's just about being truly honest with yourself, you then can discern from someone else if they're being truly honest. So I think a lot of the conversation, although men lie all of the time um, when trying to talk to women and whatnot, you cannot be lied to. You cannot believe a lie unless you're in a space of untruth with yourself. It's not possible for a woman to be in that space of um of a vulnerability where you don't act of exposure where you are lied to and you're you know deceived and whatnot if you are are in a space of empowerment is it's not possible so if you get to that space I think a lot of women are afraid nowadays because they're afraid of their own discernment they know they can't truly they're not at a space of embodiment so then they're like oh my god I'm not gonna tell this guy you know what my desires are because what if he just says that and just pretends and but that's because you can lie to yourself you can be lied to you're not at a space of embodiment with yourself If you'd like to fix this, you can do coaching with me, (laughs) but also just, you know, a deep commitment to yourself and you can watch all of my content and the way that I really cultivated that with myself. So I feel that it's super important for women to say their needs and their desires and their values up front so that they can split with men that aren't for them very quickly and I also think that a lot of women are lying to themselves and to other women when they say that men lie about what they can offer what they can do for you because the truth is you know if you tell a man who watches porn you know just casually before you're even dating I'm talking about the talking stage guys so he's not even like the first day you meet the first day you talk to him you're texting him and you're just saying for example with me and my boyfriend when we started talking we were just asking each other questions I remember he asked me what are um, some things that you learned from your past relationships where is some accountability that you can take from your last relationships where were your patterns what did what went wrong you know where what did you learn how are you showing like he's asking me questions because he He's vetting me and I'm asking him questions because I'm vetting him and there's no attachment there yet because we don't know each other. Right. So it's like that first day people, if you say to a guy, 
I'm just wondering what your view on girls of liking um, pictures of other girls is. I'm just wondering. And then he says to you, you know, I feel like you should be able to like these girls pictures and da da and and I or if he doesn't take full accountability and doesn't tell you, oh, you know, I used to try to get away. This is what a man should tell you. I either I totally think it's inappropriate or I'm open to discussion or, you know, him saying um, as, as long as he's open, like just j- you discern for yourself. If you're at a space of discernment with yourself where you can trust yourself fully, then you can discern from a man if he's coming from a space of genuine honesty or not. But if he says to you, you know, a really good response would be in my past relationships and in with other women, I tried, I realized I was trying to convince them that they were insecure or that they should settle for this because I wasn't ready to look at myself in my shadows. But when looking at myself in my shadows, I realized, hey, this isn't appropriate. And I don't want to do that. Or a man can just say to you, you know, if you say to a man, what are your views on liking pictures? And he says, um, you know, uh, I, I understand that women feel that that might be um, like disrespectful. And I honestly really agree with that. And I, I, I'm not, you know, if I was in a relationship, I wouldn't do that. And just making sure that you talk about these things up front, because the truth is, if you are talking to a guy who wants to be disrespectful in that way, he's not going to lie about it. He's literally going to be like, yeah, girls are insecure. You shouldn't like get upset about that. I feel like girls are crazy these days. If you then continue with him, that's on you. But he didn't. You know what I mean? He's honest. He's saying, no, I feel like you should do that. But um. Another thing, too, is just make sure that you're not avoiding anything. Go through, um, you know, like look at look. Just make sure that you look like have your eyes wide open. And so much of um, what's going on in the rhetoric and stuff online is girls coming from a trauma response. I remember even seeing this girl saying, you know, I never want to look at my boyfriend's phone because I don't, I, you know, I've learned my lesson. What that means is I'm a wounded woman and I'm coming from a trauma response and I don't trust myself to protect myself and make the best decision for myself. Therefore, I'm going to stay in an unhealthy situation where I'm not truly loved because I'm afraid. That's all that that means. That is not good advice. That will keep you trapped for your entire life. Look at things. Keep your eyes open. If you truly, this is where it comes back to trust. If you truly trust yourself, you will trust yourself to move through the emotions that come up when you for example, see something. I'll give an example. Um a few years ago when I had a an ex-boyfriend of mine, I in the beginning, when we were just starting out dating, maybe three days into our relationship, I saw all of these messages popping up with all these different girls. I wasn't at a space with myself where I felt truly secure in myself and safe in myself. So I did not say anything. Months later, you know, it comes out that he's been cheating the whole entire time. I knew that. 
right? Like I could have, I could have known that two days in, I could have known that before it even started, but because I was not at a space with myself where I had genuine knowing of myself, that I truly trusted myself, that I was at a space with myself, that I was truly um, embodied and secure within my own self, I would rather avoid the truth that's right in front of me because I'm not ready or willing to go through difficult emotions and to protect myself I'm not willing to do that so I avoid if you want to be in a healthy relationship you cannot avoid anything because if you do you will end up in an unhealthy and toxic relationship if you want to be in a healthy relationship you have to make a commitment to non-avoidance and the first person you should do that with is yourself look at yourself and your life where Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Or you avoid because you don't want to deal with emotions. And I talk, you know, I have a whole thing in my coaching session about, in my coaching program about creating that deep trust with yourself and um, learning to go from avoidance to um to true embodiment and being able to deal with the waves of emotion that come up and being able to deal with uncomfortable emotions because that's really the only thing we don't want to deal with right like the situation is neutral for example if your boyfriend's texting another girl the situation's neutral like he's doing that it's an objective act what you don't want to deal with that's already happening like it's already happening you not looking at it or looking at it isn't going to change the fact that it's happening You don't want to deal with your feelings around it because you don't trust yourself to deal with your feelings. And you also don't want to um, take action to protect yourself, which would look like leaving that relationship. When we're not embodied, we can't trust ourselves to take action and we can't trust ourselves to move through our emotions. Both of those things will be taught in my coaching program, but those things are super important um, with dating. I think it's super important. For example, even, you know, one of my standards is my partner had to be vegan. That's very basic level for me. So basic level question, are you vegan? To to the guy that I'm I'm thinking of talking to. For example, my my love, my beloved king who's sitting right over there, he is vegan. And he, you know, it's a requirement for me that that person is vegan before we met. I don't want to turn you vegan. I don't want to convince you to go vegan. I need you to have chosen veganism because you want to be vegan. So it's important to me that I ask that question up front. Are you vegan? What is your relationship to animal oppression? And depending on that person's answer, they can move forward with me or not. That's basic, right? But if we are so focused on being chosen, we won't be able to state our needs because all we're trying to do is not be alone.
I don't mind being alone. I love being alone. So I need to know if you're going to fit into my life the way that I need you to. Because I love being alone. I'll go be alone. I love it. Being alone is literally the best thing ever. Like investing in yourself, loving yourself, having solitude, just peace, just being, you know, just having that space, that creativity, just that that alone time to just delve into yourself and to create yourself and be born anew and to dive into your traumas and to dive into, you know, what you like and your interests and to nurture yourself and care for yourself and all of that self-care. Like that's beautiful. I love that. I love going to bed at 7 p.m. and doing my little skincare routine and making myself a nice little meal. And that is like the life. So I would rather do that than be with a man who doesn't meet my standards. So that's the space that you can be in when you ask these questions. Um, so yeah, I think it's super important. First off, take that person off the pedestal. Take that man off the pedestal and put yourself into it. And make sure that when you're in this talking stage, you do not romanticize this person and put this on them on this pedestal. And instead, keep affirming to yourself, I am seeing if this person meets my standards. I do not know this person yet. They are not committed to me yet. I am seeing if they meet my standards, if they are able to move forward with me. If I approve them to move forward with me, if they are not approved, I will let them go. I will decide if they are approved or not, but really put yourself in that seat. Another thing, I actually have two more tips. I I thought I had three, but I have four. Um, So I have two more. So the next one, please, um, this, so this podcast episode is for um the like the talking stage guys I don't really believe in the talking stage I'm not really gonna get into it but that's not my that is not how I operate but even if you do operate in this talking stage vibe because I operate on full attention on me full devotion to me and um so for me that's like once we meet Once we meet, this is the thing. Okay, guys, this is what it should be, okay? So when you're talking, like if you haven't met yet, that's the talking stage. That's before you met, you know, you're learning about them. That's perfect time to ask them all of these questions. Before you guys meet should be the time that you ask them all of the questions that you need to know to decide, are they allowed to meet with me and take me on a date or not? I need to know for me, are they vegan? What, you know, um, I need to know about how their thought process is, how they think, what their values are, um, you know, really what their values are, how they think about healthy relationships, what work have they done on themselves, how are they showing up in the world, what is their relationship to their mother wound, what is their relationship to to everything like that, what is their relationship to women, what is their relationship to misogyny and oppression, have they fully confronted the misogynist within their own heads and the patriarchy within their own heads, I need to know that for you to even move past that stage and to take me on a date. I need to know all that. That's important because I'm not going to waste my time going on a date with you, waste my energy if you don't meet all of my qualifications. And then from there, I'll see if we vibe or not, if we get along, if we have chemistry. But before that, I need to know, do we have similar values? Do I think that you are a good man? Do you meet my needs? 
all of those types of things. So that's what I think the talking stage is. Once you guys meet up, this is the thing, guys. Men know. Men know if they want to move forward with you from the moment that they meet you. They might not rush it and ask you that day to be their girlfriend because that would literally be inappropriate and, you know, love bombing and, and not appropriate. And by the way, you can't be love bombed by someone else if you don't desire love bombing because you feel unworthy and um, insecure and not connected to yourself. Just need to say that because we have the power, guys. Like you cannot be manipulated if you don't manipulate yourself. Coming from someone who used to be in all these dynamics, I know for sure that once you completely are filled in your own self, you cannot fall for these things anymore. It's not possible. Anyway, um, so, um, what was I saying? So, oh yeah. So, so the talking, so when you, when he meets you, he's going to know men know they know what they want. He's not going to make you wait for six months in a talking stage. Don't play into that bullshit. He is, if a man, if he is a masculine man who is truly excited about you and wanting to date you, he is going to know that between the first to the third date, right? And he is going to make that extremely clear. You have to understand that a healthy masculine man is going to have been preparing for his woman, wanting his woman, thinking about, you know, how he can best serve his woman and 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 have um, be a leader for his woman. And he's going to be extremely excited about meeting you. So, he is not going to make you wait for months trying to prove yourself to him. He is going to be like, wait, I'm so excited. I found this woman that I want to move forward with. I want to make that very clear. I want to make my commitment to her very clear. And within a healthy and, and um, you know, a, a safe amount of time, he is going to commit to you. I think that a, a space of between two weeks to a month and a half is where a man will truly commit to you. And I think that a month and a half is pushing it. A man does not need a month and a half or even two months to figure out if he wants to commit to you. Men who are truly safe and secure in their masculinity and truly think that you're the one will come and get you will commit to you, will make you feel safe, will completely want to devote themselves to you. That's the nature of the masculine. If you are not the one for him and he is not the one for you, he will not do that. Take that and leave. Do not let, so this is a tip, do not let these men keep you in a talking stage for more than two months. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. Also ask him, you know, what he's looking for before you even meet up with him, before you even go on a date. Like, are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for a devoted, committed relationship? Have you ever cheated on a partner? Like asking those types of questions and like depending on his response, you will continue with him or not. If he's not looking for a completely devoted and committed relationship, if that's what you want, then do not move forward with him. Say, you know what? Thank you so much for telling me that we're not aligned. Get comfortable saying, thank you for telling me that we're not aligned. I'm going to keep moving forward on my own without you. <laughs> Get comfortable saying that. So 
So yeah, don't let men play with you and keep you on a talking stage for forever. And also build the trust with yourself um, and the the non-avoidance that you need and the fulfillment that you need as a single woman to not be able to be manipulated or played or love bombed or confused or abused or used. Don't, don't, you know, get confused and think that you have no control over that. You have complete control over it once you stop letting your wounds control you. Okay. That was a word. Um, last tip. People ask me all the time, they ask me, you know, do, um, what should I do about, um, being physical with a man, like being physical and sexual with him? My belief is that you should not be sexually active with him until he is your boyfriend, until he has made complete commitment to you. A man who is excited about you, who is masculine, who wants to be with you, that will make him excited and it will not bother him. A man who wants to use you or is not masculine and not healthy and not ready for a relationship, it might bother him and that's great because then you figure out, hey, I don't want to go forward with you. So many women sleep with men before they're dating them and in hopes that the man will commit to them and he never does and he leaves them high and dry and the woman feels hurt and disrespected and used and played. Protect yourself and do not give a man who is not worthy of your body your body. You are worthy. Understand this. You are worthy of pleasure and of safety. Women cannot, and men too, cannot truly experience pleasure if they are not safe in every bit of their body. That will depend on what the woman requires for complete safety. For me, to feel completely safe, to feel completely safe in every bit of my body and to feel completely safe to open up and feel so safe to surrender and open and be in my pleasure and work through my traumas. Sex, you're going to have to, if you're in a really healthy space, you're going to be working through some limiting beliefs, some traumas, some past hurts. You're going, they're going to be coming up and being released. That for me can only happen from a, with a man who is completely and totally devoted and committed to me. Therefore, I waited until my man committed to me completely and made me his girlfriend to have sex with him. And he also wanted that as well because he's safe and a masculine man. Men who are not masculine and they're weak are controlled by their sexuality and by their penises and they're going to want to just get in bed with you and use you or test you out. How disgusting is that, right? You have to be tested out by your genitals to see if you're worthy of being with him. Crazy. Insane. That's only non-masculine and crazy and unsafe men. Also, I want to say that for some women, what they require to feel safe is that their heart feels completely safe, but maybe they're not looking for a committed relationship. Maybe they're looking that for a man that makes their heart feel so safe and so sacred and their body feels so respected, but that doesn't need to be with a man that they're dating. Um, I think of Hitomi Machizuki on YouTube, and she speaks about, you know, of course, she needs 100,000% safety in her body. And for, you know, and safety in her heart for her to sleep with someone, she needs to her heart to feel 100% safe. 
But for her, that doesn't mean that she needs to be in a relationship with them. She just needs to feel that her heart is so safe and she's so respected and so revered and so honored and they honor the sacred sexual exchange that they're having. For me, I need that in a relationship. If you're a woman who's wanting to be in a committed relationship, you likely need that to be in a relationship. But if you're a woman who doesn't need that, all that women need is for their hearts to feel a thousand percent safe. For my heart to feel safe, I need to be committed to a thousand percent. For another woman, they might need something else for their heart to feel a thousand percent safe. But for so for the majority of women, nothing in them feels safe and they're sleeping with men. Their heart doesn't feel safe. Their body doesn't feel fully safe. And they're thinking that, oh, because there's consent or because I'm doing some fuck buddies or friends with benefits, I feel safe. No, you don't. Your heart doesn't feel safe. Your body doesn't feel safe. Your yoni and womb don't feel safe. Start connecting with your yoni and womb and learning what they need to feel safe. So we need to learn what we truly need to feel safe. And if you're a woman who's looking for a very committed relationship and, a, and someone, a marriage, and a man who's going to marry you and be completely devoted to you and devote his life to you and never cheat on you and never disrespect you, then most likely you need to wait until you are in a relationship. Um... And so I tell women, if that's the space that they're coming from, please do not sleep with them when you're in the talking stage. Sleep with them when you are their girlfriend and when your heart feels so safe and when they love you and they're so committed to you and they're so devoted to you. That's where your heart feels safe. And also understand too, like I said, that sex is about not just this pleasure and eroticism. Yes, of course it is, but especially to get to that space of true embodied pleasure and true embodied eroticism, you have to go through those uncomfortable conversations, those uncomfortable feelings, the feelings of pain that will come up, the limiting beliefs, the wounds. And do you feel safe to go through that with this person? Can they hold you through these triggers that are coming up, these pains that are coming up? And can you guys grow together and create more expansion and, and dispel those limiting beliefs and those traumas and those triggers and create more joy and more love and more safety and more security in those spaces? If you can't, then you're not sleeping with someone from a space of safety. You're sleeping with them from a space of wounding and from pain. So anyway, the last tip was if you're looking for a committed relationship and you're a woman like me who her heart only feels truly safe, if she is dating the person, if the man is completely devoted to her, then do not sleep with him before you have that complete commitment. And that's another way for you to weed out men who are not truly um, masculine and who are not truly safe for you um, because maybe they'll try to pressure you into something or maybe they will not respect that or maybe they'll ditch you after that maybe they'll say oh no I want to you know I want to have sex so if you're not going to have sex with me then bye perfect you just weeded out a low quality man that you don't want anything to do with like you want him to get far away from you so the fact that he just did that on his own is a benefit to you so so yeah, guys, so those are my dating tips, my talking stage tips for embodied women. And um, and yeah, I love you guys so much and I hope that was helpful. And I will talk to you guys soon. Um, I'm gonna release this today. I just took this on, I think it is Thursday. 
and I'm going to release it today. And then you can also expect another scheduled podcast from me on Saturday as I drop them every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I love you guys so much. Please subscribe to my YouTube. Um, I'm so upset. I'm not going to name names, but Jeremiah <laughs> left the pod. I'm not the podcast, the camera cord in the United States. And so I don't have the, I recorded all this content to make YouTube videos. And then we don't have the cord that connects from the computer to the camera. So I can't get any of them on my computer right now. So um, we're going to see if we can go to a store to get some. But still, um, watch my last two YouTube videos on celibacy and on how me and my boyfriend met. And and yeah, guys, I will talk to you soon. And I love you guys so much. Um, if you'd like to do coaching with me and schedule a free intro call, you can do that at victoriadevall.com and um, subscribe to my YouTube and follow my Instagram and follow my TikTok. All of them are Victoria Duvall. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for allowing me to serve you. And I will talk to you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.